Hello and welcome. You're listening to Journal with Jenny. This podcast will give you ideas to apply writing and journaling strategies that will help you focus on what matters most to you while exploring some of life's big questions. This is your host, Jennifer Traster, a mom, wife, teacher, learner, and expert in using journaling and writing that will empower you to write your best life story and live it. Today we have a guest who I'm so excited to have here. Our guest is Liz Garrett, who is passionate about journaling. She is an author and a whole being and well-being whiz. And I'm so happy you're here joining us today, Liz, to share how you use journaling. So welcome. Jenny, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Can you tell us? Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm excited. I am too. (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What would you like the audience to know? Well, um, I think I'd like the audience to know that I started journaling when I was 15 years old. And I can remember uh, going outside with a notebook and just spilling my heart and my guts and a very difficult time in my life and getting clarity as a result. And I was hooked. So I've got a giant box in my house of all the journals I've ever had. And it's really been a way of forging a path for me that has involved a lot of deep healing a lot of clarity and growth and allows me to feel like everything that happens to me adds up for a reason so my journey has led me down a sort of a curvy road um, Mm -hmm. that's led to an understanding that everything is really here to support our wellness to support our wholeness Mm -hmm. and when we use our journal to capture that it it enables us to be a part of the process yeah it's a wonderful tool well yes so tell us a little bit more about how you use journaling in your personal life or business yeah it's hard to draw a line between my personal (laughs) life and business anymore i did used to um so i am a coach and a writer Mm -hmm. and a teacher so there's to me those are creative roles that I serve and they have to come from the inside they have to come from my heart I have to have clarity in my core Mm -hmm. in order to show up and serve people in those roles and so journaling helps me return to that inner voice over and over and over Mm -hmm. it helps me identify patterns in my life it helps me clear blockages in my life Um, I just can't say enough for how I value journaling as a process. And I really appreciate you, Jenny, sort of stepping in this space as a warrior for (laughs) journaling so that other people can discover its power. It is. It's so powerful. And I've used that in the same way. It's just to gain clarity and just to listen inside. You know, you, when you sit down Mm -hmm. with your pen and your paper, it's just you and your paper you can say anything and it's like some of the things that come out I didn't even realize I was thinking (laughs) that that happens all the time right yeah it's like it's like the words are jumbled up and swirling in my head Mm -hmm. often on a loop you know especially if I'm upset about something and the act of sitting down with pen and paper forces those words into order Mm-hmm. So they have to travel down my arm and out the pen and onto paper and form something that's outside of myself 
right so that i can look at it yeah and it's staring you right in the face so you have to confront <laughs> some of those things and sometimes that's not always comfortable but i just exactly. feel that when you do that you just gain such a knowledge and understanding about yourself and what's really mm -hmm. going on um i know i never had thought about negative self-talk until I was in my 20s and going through a divorce and someone had said that to me and I was like whoa all this is going on inside my head and that was at a time when I had gotten away from writing and once I started writing again it was like it all spilled out onto the page and I didn't even realize all the negativity that was going on in my head so it's just been such a powerful tool for me and I love hearing about how it's helped you too. Yeah. And what about, um, you know, during this time, it's a trying time with the pandemic going on. Mm. How have you, how has journaling helped you during this? Well, yeah. So I have to say that for me, you know, I started when I was 15 and I've had spiral notebooks with the plastic covers and the five pocket dividers because I like to put stuff in there and they end up all fat and wrinkly. Um, but, but over time, it's it's evolved a lot. So it's taken a lot of shapes. And for the last couple years, my journaling has revolved around bullet journaling. Bujo is what people call it, but bullet journaling. We can get to that because I use it in my creative process. I use it in my work. I use it in my personal process. But in the pandemic, um, you know, in the last few months, I felt myself uh, sort of spiral downward at one point, and I, I felt blocked. I felt like I couldn't understand my own feelings. And so I recognized that was a call for some real journaling. So I went back to um, Julia Cameron's, you know, The Artist Way, and she recommends morning pages, which is you take you take you take three pages and you just black puke on them you just write 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 and at the end you throw it away okay that throwing away is key and I have to say it in different times I've used this tool morning pages and I've not always thrown them away because I thought oh there's good stuff here Mm -hmm. So I said, all right, Liz, you need to shake it up. Let's go back to morning pages for seven days. And we'll just do three pages in the morning, rip them out, throw them away, never look at them again. Jenny, I did not know how blocked I was. Mm -hmm. Because I started writing, oh, this is stupid. I hate morning pages. Why am I writing morning pages? And bleh, just stuff came out. Mm -hmm. And then the act of, of throwing it away relieved me from any idea that the writing had to be good or that it had to be insightful or that I had to spell correctly or anything. It just right. relieved any pressure. And once I started the momentum, like priming the pump, blockage after blockage came out. And all of a sudden, so at the end of seven days, my creativity had come back a hundredfold. Mm -hmm. I mean, I started writing articles. I started revising one of my books. I started uh, working on some courses that I want to offer. It was amazing. And so then I decided that I would do it for another seven days. Mm -hmm. And I did. So it turned out to be two weeks of morning pages. And then I returned to my regular practice. But that was enough to set me free. Right. And I've used that 
book too at different times in my life and it does it sets you free it releases so much yuck like just out of your head and it does open and expand you so that you can be more creative and positive and all of those things so morning pages are powerful and what do you think it is about the throwing away that was the part that hit me the hardest this time. Yeah, um, I like to burn mine, and I. Oh, ooh. Yeah, I like to have like a little, have a, like a little ritual of. Yeah. Throwing it into the fire and just seeing it turn to ashes and just oh, lighting that up. That. Um, so we get those blockages outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we send them out into the world away from us, yeah. never to be looked at again. And just set that intention that I am releasing this and it's being burned and going away. So that has been very helpful for me. And I feel like also I'm just more of a positive person when I do that. I One thing I like to do too, after like my morning pages, it's like kind of a brain dump but then go and write down some things I'm grateful for and also some things that, like just affirmations that I wanna keep in my head that day. And that's been really helpful for me to do in the mornings and just get all the yuck out, brain dump, and then <laughs> go to the pot, then end on a positive note. Yeah. And it's yeah. amazing like how it shifts your brain too once you get that out to really look for the positive your brain's not looking for survival and you know right. you know negative things it's looking for the positive then and that's yeah. been really you've helpful. removed those boulders that were blocking your view and now you can see what's there which is beautiful mm-hmm. and joyful and full of love right absolutely yeah well tell us a little bit more about uh, bullet journaling and how you use okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. I am such a fan and it's been about two years and there are writers and there are blogs and there are experts on bullet journaling. And so I, I have to say that you have to make it what's right for you. Mm-hmm. And there's a sort of a dance with journaling in general where you, you have to sense what you what what you what you feel alignment with okay Mm -hmm. so you can't force yourself into some practice like uh six months ago i couldn't have forced myself into doing morning pages but when i felt the urge i leaned into that because it was the right thing for me at that time um so you have to have to read the signals in yourself and for me bullet journey journaling even in the last two years has taken lots lots of forms if you flip through it you see where i've gotten all crazy with my color pens and stickers (laughs) and then you see where i've got nothing but lists of bullets so it does ebb and flow um as a creative person i find that bullet journaling allows me to have exactly the right balance between structure and flow Mm. so i still live in a digital world my calendars are digital Mm -hmm. i have you know my watch rules me it beeps and tells me things i need to do um so i still and i still write my articles and my uh anything i have to create professionally by typing so i still you know i'm still digital Mm -hmm. um 
So on a daily basis, my morning practice now with using bullet journal involves looking at what's ahead for the day, writing them on the page. So, you know, I have our conversation today. I've got a grocery store trip I have to make today. I've got somebody I need to call today. So just what are the logistics of the day? So I take mm -hmm. it off of the calendar on that day. I don't write out next week's logistics because who knows, they're going to change a hundred times between now right. and then. But right now, this morning, what does my day ahead look like logistically? All right, well, now I've got that on paper. How do I feel about any of that? Where are the pings? Where are the hits? Where are the intuitive, you know, notices? Where where do I feel like I need some support? Where do I need some strength? What am I looking forward to? So I start to engage with it intuitively that way. Um, just writing notes. I also like to make any notes about what is the moon cycle? What mm -hmm. it, you know? What are we looking at uh, at the weather today? Um, how do I feel today? What dreams did I have last night? So I'm really using the morning time to to capture my reality uh, on paper in a way I can take it through the day. So as I enter the day and I go into meetings, I still have my bullet journal. It's right in front of me. I'm operating in a professional capacity with my bullet journal so I can make little notes about how I feel or what I need or what I wish, or what I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. So it ends up being a page that reflects both the structure of my day and the internal flow of my day. So wow. as I go through the day, like I even, you can't see it, well, I guess you kind of can. I end up highlighting things. I end up putting little red hearts by the things I'm grateful for. Uh, I make little lists of things, uh, you know, ideas I have or things I'm um, appreciative of. I like to um, force myself, I guess would be, or invite myself, give myself the chance to push myself to list 10 ideas. So if I'm writing an article on boundaries, mm -hmm. what are 10 ways I could approach this? Or if I want to do something fun today, what are 10 things I could do? So just oh, many cool. brainstorms yeah. are all over the pages. Yeah. So from this comes what I call sparks. Nice. So you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. So something might, wow, one of those 10 ideas about boundaries, that would be a good article. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now that spark gets captured. I can put it into my digital world by talking to my watch or phone or by typing it in on my you know, computer, it goes into my digital world. So that it's a tricky, the evolution of my own journaling practice has been to know when to separate things. Mm -hmm. So I separate the creative work, the actual work from the internal uh, awareness. So I have to separate those now because yeah. when I used to burden my journaling with the creative work, now all of a sudden I'm crafting sentences instead of just puking out my innards. Right, know? yeah. So I, I, I have separated those. So my, my journaling, my inner awareness, all my practices around intention setting, around dream recording, around you know what inspires me in the books and poetry that I encounter, um, I, I, I keep that in my bullet journal 
but the actual creative process, the writing process, the things I do for work go into my digital world. Wow. And then my and then it rejoins every morning right. when I sit down to the next page of my bullet journal. That's really inspiring to hear. I love hearing how you have your creative work but also your digital life, but how they flow together, you know, how you marry the two and how they can flow back and forth. But I love that. And, you know, I've tried bullet journaling and I would love for you to speak to this because there's so many different ways to do it, but how did you find your, your practice? Like what worked for you? Because I think sometimes people get stuck with journaling or even bullet journaling, you know, different types because it's like, am I doing this right? Or I'm not sure about, you know, if this works or not. So can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. And, and that is what I love about the bullet journal actually is that it allows me to, like I was a big daytimer person. (laughs) Do you remember those? The big planner person. I love all that. Yes. But it had blocks and it had lines and it had Mm -hmm. constraints. Like I'm supposed to fit this form and I don't. Right. (laughs) And so bullet journaling allows me to say, well, what do I need today? Today I need an empty page. Or Mm -hmm. today I think I might need to put some blocks in here and fill these in. I have had a big project um, recently. So if I will show you and I'll describe for our listeners. I I took two pages of my bullet journal and I split it into one, two, three, four, five, six areas. And each of those areas had lists. This was a large project I was working on with little check boxes. And this became my structure for that project. It allowed, it allowed me to keep focus in all of my meetings and all of my work so that nothing slipped through the cracks. So sometimes it's very structured like that. And I use colors and I use signals and I use symbols. Um, but then some days it's just free flow all over the page. Um, another thing that I recently did was I took an online course. It was actually um, a great course on how to use prayer. And I took my notes. And then as I took pages and pages of notes, I went back and used colored pens to sort of create um, structure and heading around those notes. And then in the end, I made one page that becomes sort of a index mm-hmm. so that I can go back to all of the items that were covered in that course. Oh, so cool. I can be in a meeting, I can reference this great work I did on developing a prayer practice mm-hmm. in this example, and I can go back to the pages right there. It serves me in real time as I am doing my work. So to answer your question, um, The way that it has worked for me is to see what I need on any given day and give that to myself. If I need a lot of structure, I can use the bullet journal to draw in some structure. If I need a lot of free form, well, it certainly supports me in that too. Yeah, and that's the beautiful thing about journaling. Um, It can be whatever you want it to be. And it can change every day (laughs) or even every hour (laughs) to fit whatever you need. And um, just for our listeners who haven't tried journaling, um, or even like if you're inspired too by Liz, just try some different 
techniques, I guess, like just see what works for you. And you've given me lots of ideas. I just, yeah. now I just want to go write, <laughs> go get yeah. my journals out. Yeah. And I would say, you know, use your heart as your GPS, follow what yeah. feels good, allow it to serve you. Um, free yourself from any ideas of performance or um, need. A, a question that a, a lot of people ask when we when I've had conversations about journaling is, well, what if my you know what if my spouse sees it or what if one of mm-hmm. my kids see it? Um, and I think that's a concern for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. For myself, um, in my in this current marriage and that I've been in for the last 15 or more years, uh, I, there's a high level of trust. I have no concern that this, that, that my husband is going to look at my journal. There's nothing in there that he hasn't heard. Yeah. So <laughs> it's pretty safe. And my first marriage, I didn't have that, yeah. that sense of, um, safety. Mm-hmm. However, and neither did I have that when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, my my privacy was violated on a regular basis growing wow. up, so I sort of used it. I uh, hope this is you know that you understand what I mean. Almost like a weapon, mm-hmm. like I dare you to step inside my truth. If you mm-hmm. dare to violate me, well, woe be you, <laughs> because you're going to find out what my truth is. Right, and. Um, I can live with that. Mm -hmm. The danger of someone seeing my truth, as disruptive as that might be, um, ultimately leads to my growth. Mm -hmm. So I have learned to value my truth um, more than keeping someone else comfortable. Yeah. And it, so therefore I'm willing to journal my truth. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally does. Um, it reminds me just the other night, I had my first day back at school and I was just feeling stressed. <laughs> I was in bed by 7.30 that night and I was writing and I just wrote, why this sucks? Like, why is COVID sucking right now like how is it affecting me and I was writing this all this stuff down and I my husband's like oh hey what are you writing you know and he just kind of glances he's like whoa (laughs) and I was like well this is really not for anyone to see you know like I'm gonna tear this up later but I was like I just have to get this down he's like I get it right you know like right I get it, but yeah, it's, it is great, kind of like that's oh, a great way. You weren't supposed to that's see that. A great way. <laughs> but, yeah, you let it out, knowing that you would eventually tear it up. Yes, but you still let your truth out. I did. And I think and that it, that's that's what I want to encourage people to trust that this is about you. It's about your process. Mm-hmm. It's therapeutic. It's um, growth oriented. It it frees you up. Mm-hmm. You know, so go there. And you know, for that, that was my truth in that moment, you sure. know, and, but once I got it out and I released it, I was like, okay, I can move past this now. Whereas I think if I would have just held on to it and it would have just stayed in my head and I would have been like, oh, this is 
I don't like that, you know, all that angst, then it would have stayed there. But when I wrote it down. It would have blocked you. It would have blocked. It was like, it was released. And then I thought, okay, I can look at this on the page. I can confront it. And now it's done. Now we're going to move on in a positive way. (laughs) So there is, you know, it, it might be your truth and it's that truth in that moment. But some some of those beliefs, you know, then you can let go and just be like, okay, this is what it is. And and now I can move on to the positive. And isn't it funny, I mean, for you to want to journal about the yuckiness of this COVID situation mm-hmm. and that was your truth in that moment. Of course it was your truth in that moment. Yeah. I mean, that's a really appropriate response to this right. COVID situation. <laughs> Yeah. So that truth needed to be seen and heard, and then you could move on. But if you didn't see and hear it, it would still be your truth. Right. Yeah. Then we can hold on to those beliefs or that what we think is a belief and yeah. they turn into beliefs and then it yeah. loops. They and, take root. Mm-hmm. But that, oh, I, I love journaling. I'm so grateful we have that. Me too. Me too. And... You know, you have written a book about intentions, and um, I'm curious, how do you use intention setting with journaling? Oh, that's a great question, because that is such, that is the basic use for me. So every morning, my morning practice involves, I call it my morning margin. So like a day has a a margin in the morning and a margin in the evening, or else they run together. So a little moment of checking in and reflection. So in the morning, it always begins with checking in, you know, what is my day looking like? What am I feeling like as I approach my day? What are my needs in order to show up as my best self? And from that, I am able to set an intention. So what do I need to show up as my best self? Today, my intention was I connect with others with grace and ease. So that was my intention this morning that, you know, is helping me stay on track as I go through my day. So it is key for me to identify my intention for the day. It's sort of my, um, my roadmap. Mm -hmm. It's what I want to experience. And when I write that on my bullet journal and use it the way I've described to you, where I'm going to take that bullet journal into the day, I'm going to write notes from meetings. I'm also going to write my feelings while I'm in meetings. I can also see what my intention was for the day. So I'm constantly reminded of it. It's in front of me. So um, intention setting is one of the most simple and most powerful things we can do because we're already doing it. Mm -hmm. We're always establishing our expectations to, to intentionally set what you'd like to experience and then to write it on a page and hold it in front of you. It just gels it it sort of um just electrifies your path through the day because you already have decided what you're going to experience today i love that that it electrifies your experience that is great it charges it it it, It it just keeps bringing it back and you know last night before i went to sleep i was thinking about how we would be meeting this morning and doing this podcast and i i'm thinking through like the tech and like oh, okay I hope this all works and then I just stop myself because I can tend to get anxious and I just thought I set the intention like this is going to go smoothly we're going to have this beautiful conversation mm-hmm. and it's just going to be easy and um 
just bring us both a lot of joy. So once I set that intention and then I went to sleep thinking that, and then when I woke up, I was like, Ooh, I get to do this podcast. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I woke up and I was like, okay, what do I have to do? Do I have everything set? You know, it was more like I woke up and I was like, yay, I get to see Liz this morning and I get to do this. And it wasn't, it wasn't anxiety, you know, that anxious feeling. It was more that powerful, like excited and, but I love that electrifying year. Well, I love the way you just described it because you became aware of the spiraling thoughts of negativity and worry Mm -hmm. around technology. And you said, whoa, stop this Mm -hmm. switch. I'm going to set my dial to experience the joy that will be there. The, the, yeah, I love it. And that's how intention works. Mm -hmm. So that's the morning margin. And then, uh, in my evening, so it's a little reflective time. The way that I'm using the bullet journal now really serves the review process, the reflective process. And I find, um, like even this morning in preparation for our conversation, I flip back through my bullet journal, which starts like last September. Mm -hmm. And I noticed some things I hadn't noticed before. Whereas even last September and October, I was expressing my desire to experience some things, more working from home. <laughs> more connection with my colleagues. Yeah. I was expressing that last year. Oh wow. Yeah. And I have experienced that this year. And it's in my bullet journal. Mm-hmm. So as I review, I see the trends. I see dream images mm-hmm. that made no sense at the time, but now they do. So the fact that you're writing it down that and then taking that, you know, review process, whether you're reviewing at the end of the day, look at the great things that happened today mm-hmm. so that you reinforce those and experience more of them, or you're recognizing your own growth over time, or you're looking for trends. Um, hey, every time the moon is, you know, waning, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I can expect to feel this way next month. Right. So um, it helps you that way, that awareness that you get from reviewing the notes that you've taken about your inner experience. Mm-hmm. So the, the morning margins, the evening margins, that review process, all of that is supported by the bullet journal mm-hmm. approach. Nice. Yeah, and have you ever experienced, and you, I mean, you kind of alluded to this, but like, have you ever experienced writing something down and then it comes true, like, in any way? Yes. More so than so if you just times. think it. Well, yeah. I mean, that example of, and I just sort of brushed over it, but I actually was praying, mm-hmm. you know. You know, my job is to, I'm I'm not able to show up as my best self under the current circumstances of my work. God, I need more working from home. I need more support from others. I need more of this. Mm -hmm. They were prayers that I wrote into my journal. Mm -hmm. I was writing my prayers. Yeah. And they were answered. Yeah. And then to go, be able to go back, look back and see. It's, I, I know when I was, um, I was a year after my youngest daughter was born and I had the opportunity to go to France to a writing workshop. And it was just a, a time for me to just kind of have some space. I, I had 
you know, three kids and there was just a lot going on. And then I was just alone on this trip and doing a lot of writing. And I wrote down in my journal a conversation I'd had with a new friend about how I wish I could work part-time or even three-fourths time. And um, that would clear some more space and time for my family because my husband works a lot. And so I was writing about that and um, that conversation and just everything I was feeling at that time. And just, I was so overwhelmed. And anyway, the next year it came up that we had the opportunity where we were refiguring our department and there was a three-fourths time. And it didn't even hit me at the moment, you know, like we hired this new teacher three-fourths time and then I was like, why don't I do that? You know, and so I asked and I asked, you know, they asked her, would you rather be full-time? And so I went three-fourths time and not even remembering that conversation But I happened to pick up my journal from France because it was a year later to the day when I got the phone call that they said, yes, you can work three-fourths time. And then I was flipping through this journal and it was on the same day a year before that I had had that conversation and I almost fell over. You know, and I've had a lot of those experiences where I set a desire or a prayer or an intention, just something, and it's like magical things happen. So powerful. It so really powerful. Is. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time without our awareness, and journaling just allows us to be more aware of it. Right. Yeah, I had put that out there, and, and I wouldn't have remembered it until I looked at my journal and I thought, wow. Yeah. Somebody's listening. <laughs> All the time. Yes. Which is another reason to be aware of what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The negative self-talk versus positive self-talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Well, I'm curious if you have any try this at home journal ideas for our audience. Oh, I love that idea. I do actually. I'm, I've been using a journaling prompt myself and with my clients recently, so I thought I would share that okay. with your audience. And it's in what I would like to invite uh, our listeners to do is just write this prompt down now. Uh, but when you can have a quiet time, uh, sit down and really explore it. You could explore it as a list or you could actually just free flow journal. And so the prompt is this, okay? What if, what if, dot, 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 everything you've experienced in your life up until this point was to prepare you for this crisis? I love that. I'll say it one more time. What if everything you've experienced in your life was to prepare you for this crisis? That's a good thing to reflect on and write about and might give some people some different perspectives about what's going on. The question 
for me has um, allowed me to find meaning in, in what is otherwise a very challenging situation. Yeah. There's meaning when we start to think that everything we've experienced was to make us a person who could serve at this time. How do we serve? What does that look like? Or how do we just get through it? Where did I get my resources? So right. it's a, I, I, I hope it brings some um, enlightenment and peace to, to those who choose to explore this prompt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's a great prompt. I love it. Um, I'm going to go write about that today after we get off here. Um, well, thank you, Liz. And just before we sign off here, is there anything else you want to share? And also, how can people get in touch with you, learn more about what you have to offer? I do want to share with your listeners a course that I have online. I think that uh, it goes very well with a journaling practice, and it is a seven-day guided adventure, I call it. It's it's called Intention Setting in Times of Crisis. intention setting in times of crisis Mm -hmm. and it's seven days and they are 30 minutes or less recordings videos that where I take you through a process of finding your intention setting intention daily for seven days to help you find meaning in this crisis to help you find purpose to help you move forward in this Mm -hmm. crisis so it's called Intention Setting in Times of Crisis. It's a seven-day guided adventure, adventure to regain control. And what I can offer right now is what I'm calling pandemic pricing. Nice. Where your listeners can choose the price that's right for them. Oh, wow. Because I want this to be accessible to everybody. So it's seven days. You can, If you write in the morning, if you journal in the morning, get up, get your coffee, hit the button, get your journal. Mm-hmm. Go with me. Go with me. I'll take you someplace beautiful every day. I'm going to give you the. Um, I can. You, would you like me to just say the link? I don't know if you'll. Include I'll it put in the. the show notes. Yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes and on okay. any social media. Um, okay. Promoting the podcast. Well, generally, it's it's uh, it doesn't have a www in front of it. It's 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 a it's a secure site. So it's https colon slash slash true you advantage all one word true you advantage dot teachable dot com there's my courses there look for intention setting in times of crisis and let that electrify your journaling yes yes i want to try this i think that's a really generous offer too um letting people set the price because everybody's at different places right now with what's going on exactly and exactly. it's nice. And I really, I don't this. want, I don't want expense to be a block. Right. Well, thank you. We Liz. need people to show up as their best. We right do. Now. We do. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know I'm inspired. I'm sure our listeners are inspired, and um, I hope you can all take something from this and journal and share with us what did you learn and um get in touch so thank you truly my pleasure thank you for carrying this work forward for people i'm happy to i love it
want to thank Liz for joining us today and thank you for joining us. Now go write your day into a beautiful story and remember to subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. Get in touch through my website, check the show notes for that. And until next time, I'm Jennifer Traster. Thank you for joining me. And remember, you have the power to write your own story and live it.